Hey guys, it's story time. And today I'm going to share with you my journey from negative almost $100,000 in debt to becoming debt free to leaving my dead end job that sucked all the life out of me. Um, so stay tuned for the episode. Okay, so the story of my journey actually started a long, long time ago. Um, when I was in dental hygiene school, I definitely didn't really understand that the way that student loans worked. I knew that there was a certain amount that I was going to be borrowing, but it didn't really occur to me that I could get through school any other way besides borrowing money. I had begun college with a full ride scholarship, but I kind of just, I don't know the word for it. I was kind of silly and I just took on um, a lot more responsibility than I had to take on um, as financial wise, because I was living paycheck to paycheck to paycheck, even though my student my uh, schooling was covered my basic necessities weren't so I started taking out my loans my very first one my freshman year which was only about fifteen hundred dollars um so that I could pay for just some necessities type of stuff instead of getting a part-time job that could have covered that whole amount but again it was a different time and a different mindset so fast forward to the end of dental hygiene school I was already about fifty thousand dollars in debt the school was twenty five thousand dollars a year I did work throughout, but it was more for things like gas. And I just didn't really have a really good concept of like the idea that I should be paying off interest as it came along. Um, and the idea that like student loans wasn't something that I could just push and defer. It was, it was in my mind a necessary evil. And so I, um, so I borrowed and because I was unhappy with, the job that I had taken on being a dental hygienist, I kept borrowing to get a master's degree. Um, fast forward a year after I had graduated dental hygiene school and y'all, I was so burnt out. I was working 10 hour days. I was not happy. I was being underpaid by at least $15 an hour compared to my classmates. And I didn't even know it until, until I was just talking to people about, you know, different salaries. And I told them how much I had been getting paid and they paid and they couldn't believe it. So I literally like, sold what I could. I, my lease was up in my apartment and I left, I saved enough money and then borrowed a lot too, to pay for my car payment for a year. And I fled the country. I felt like I'm saying that like I was a refugee, but I literally was like, I got to get out of here. I was so in such a dark place and so burnt out. I needed to get away. So I moved to Ecuador and in Ecuador, it was just like freedom. Like at last, you know, I got to experience culture. I got to experience you know, learning Spanish, I made friends for a lifetime. My best friend today, it, um, I met then. But the, the unfortunate thing is that debt will always find you. And my student loans started creeping up on me. And my deferment and the application that I put, put in for an extension on that was coming to a close. And so I had to come back to the States to pay off my student loans. When I got here, I met my husband. And I remember uh, right before I met him, I was getting off the plane and I got a call. And I saw uh, from a student loan agency that was like, you are in default and you owe $72,000. And I knew I hadn't even borrowed that much. I was like, what is going on? And that's the power of compound interest, which is an episode for another time. But I freaked out. But, you know, that freak out only lasted as long as it took me to consolidate my loans into a lower, more manageable payment, which was about $500. And the freak out kind of like went away. Um, fast forward to getting married and my, having my son and uh, I was getting to have more and more and more pain in my body. So I was ending up with like pain in my shoulder and carpal tunnel 
um, I was getting injections uh, every three months in my wrist, which I couldn't have as I was breastfeeding my son. And I was getting more and more desperate. And that's when I, st- I found the debt-free community. And I realized that, okay, this number seems insurmountable, but I could do this if all these other people are doing it. So I started doing what you're doing right now, which is like listening to podcasts and people's other people's debt-free stories um, from podcasts like His and Her Money uh, and some other ones that I can't really remember the names on them, but I had immersed, immersed myself in my mindset in this group of people who were doing what I wanted to do. Like I wanted so badly to be out of debt because I saw it as the ball and chain that was keeping me in my position because if I didn't have that payment, then I had no other responsibility and nothing else to pay and I could get out of that situation I think for each and every one of us, there is that tipping point, you know, the point at which you hit rock bottom in a situation and you realize, okay, if I'm going to move forward in my life in the way that my, that I feel like God has for me to move forward, then I can't be shackled by this debt or, you know, this relationship or whatever it is that you're facing. Um, you, you have to get to that point. And I got to that point. And when I got to that point, something lit up inside of me. And once that was lit up inside of me, there was like no telling me no, that I was not going to do it. And our original goal was three years to pay off the, it was over 72,000. We basically did what I recommend a lot uh, to, is to know your number. And so we went and we first got our credit scores uh, and our credit reports and we started paying off small things. At the very beginning, the process was a little bit slower. I was I start my debt free journey at the eighteen month mark because that's whenever I um, got very serious about getting the student loan paid for. But we paid off a few like two hundred dollar things here and there that pertain to like you know medical debt or things that didn't get paid in that fashion. And you know this is this, this part of the story I feel like is one where um, where I pick up and this is the part where I get so passionate about other women. And about them reaching their goals. Because I realized at that point that like we cut so much stuff. But there was nothing else that we could cut. There was nothing else that we could cut. And we were going to have to make some more money. And we were going to have to get serious about this. If we if this process was going to go you know, as quick as what we needed it to go. And so I was sitting there looking at my husband one day. And I was like, okay, listen. You know, you make what you make. I make what I make. We've gotten on this budget. We've determined that we're going to pay off this debt. And we can't cut anymore from this budget. What else are we going to do? And I was like, I think that we should start a business. And and he was like, well, what type of business do you think? And I said, well, I think that you're an electrician and I'm very, I'm pretty good at, you know, business savvy. So we should start an electrical business. And fast forward 18 months later, we used the money that we made from that business and end up actually hiring on employees, uh, two employees and an apprentice. And we did overtime at our jobs. And then, um, and then some, like I said, the sacrifices of cutting back some additional things I did like selling, um, selling things on Facebook and on, on consignment sales and different things like that to make a little bit of extra. And we paid the debt off in about 18 months. We did that. It was one of the hardest things I would say I would, I would, had ever done. And in my recommendations, uh, I have a podcast coming up soon about mistakes I made during my journey. Um, especially at the very beginning, because, you know, when you attack something with that much, um, that much, I guess, energy, sometimes you can, it will lend itself to burnout, which we definitely ended up experiencing. And so it was hard to continue up to the future baby steps because, um, we were doing a, a kind of like 
a version of Dave Ramsey's uh, debt-free plan. And so we got to the point where we paid off the debt and it was time to save up for three, the three to six months. But we were so exhausted that it was hard to switch gears in that. And so, um, you know, we got the debt paid off. And throughout that journey, there was a couple of things that stood out to me that I want to share with you. Number one was that other people don't necessarily believe in what you're doing and they don't have to. You ha- you need to find the people that do believe and that are aligned with what goal that you're trying to reach, whether you've already paid off your debt, whether you started your your um, your new business that you're going to use to to reach you towards debt freedom and fi- and uh, and financial freedom, reach your savings goal. Whether you you're telling people no, I can't go to this or I can't go to that, and they're like, oh no, come on. You have to find a, a community. You have to have a voice in your ear. You know, every day on the way to work, I was listening to podcasts like this podcast here about people who were thinking the way that I was thinking that were encouraging me, even though they didn't even know they were encouraging me. But every day, those were the voices I was filling myself with. I was involved on, you know, different community on Instagram and different places like that. And I was looking up ideas. I was keeping my mindset focused, kind of like when you're trying to lose weight or when you're trying to make another change in your life. You have to surround yourself with people who are going to support you and that cause. The other thing is similar to that, but it's not listening to people who don't have your best interest in mind because what you're doing makes them uncomfortable. So, for example, you know, the place where I worked, they thought I was crazy. (laughs) They, you know, I was only eating, you know, whatever I bought to work. I was signing up. I worked Monday through Thursday, so I was signing up to work at different other offices. Um, At that time, I was working as a clinical dental hygienist. On Fridays, I would work other places when I didn't have to be at work in order to, you know, get the extra money to to pay that. I was very frugal. I drove the same car, which would have been paid off. And people were like, well, you know, you could get another car. I was like, no. And I even had a debt-free chart, which are so powerful. Um, you can find those at my website, tenyoprice.com, a link to a free, um, a debt-free thermometer there. And I would bubble in the bubbles inside of the cabinet where I kept my, my, uh, my patient trays for when I had another patient come in and they would say, Tanya, there's Tanya highlighting in her, um, in her, on her, uh, thermometer. I think mine was maybe like a grid. I just made it up on Excel or Microsoft Word. It wasn't even anything fancy, but it just had the numbers that would cut that I could bubble in as I met the next, next goal. Um, but you guys, you just have to, have to ignore those people. You have to stay focused on what your goal is. You know, everybody who I know who coaches on, uh, who, or whether it's financial coaching or whether it's on business coaching, whether you're trying to get something off the ground, whatever it is, you have to keep your nose to the ground. You have to stay in your grind. You have to be, of course, take healthy breaks and be social and live your life at the same time at the pace that works for you. But there will be people who come who have something negative to say. And there will be a a time when you feel isolated and you need to be inside of a community. So I would encourage you to join my financial goal getters um, Facebook group where it's full of women who who have who have these grand plans of financial freedom for themselves and their family who are paying off debt and they're building businesses to help set them up for a a future where they can retire with dignity and where they can support or help support their family, whether they're in the middle of a, a career transition or whether they're staying at home with their children. No matter the circumstance, and they're they're strong women who have your best interest in mind and who, and, and who can encourage you. So fast forward to the end of our journey, it was kind of anticlimactic. Um, we hit the button, and with uh, Navient, who is our holder of our loan, you know, it takes three days to process. And I remember being like, "Oh, I, it was checking every second 
And whenever we uh, made the final payment, I logged uh, on and I posted it on Facebook once it posted. And I was like, I did this. And again, I did it in a community. Of course, I also posted it on my um, Facebook page. But, you know, there was like a couple of people who were like, yay. But the response from the some of the Facebook communities that I was in was so overwhelming. And it was so exciting. And I even played the little song by D1. Uh, I played Sally Maybach. Maybach. It was it was so cool. We kind of me and my husband did a little dance around the room, and we, and then we we looked at each other and we said, "Okay, we're gonna take a break now." And that's what we ended up doing. So that's the story of uh, abbreviated story of how um, we came to pay off our debt. Um, there's so many things that I can pull out of that story that you guys will hear in the upcoming episodes about checking your net worth and and using charts to keep you motivated some communities that you can join, um, ways that you can you can uh, modify plans like Dave Ramsey, and you can use apps like You Need a Budget to keep you motivated and keep you on the, the path to, to success and help you track. Um, I'll also be including my personal budgeting style and the way that I recommend that you, um, that you, that you budget um, as we move forward into the, the, the coming weeks. So um, I hope that this really kept you, that it made you motivated if you're in the middle of your financial journey. I hope that it made you feel like, yes, okay, if this, this, if Tanyo can do it, then I can do it. And I'm right here cheering you on. Again, if you need a community to be a part of, go to facebook.com slash groups slash financial goal getters. So G-O-A-L-G-E-T-T-E-R-S. And I promise you, you'll find a really supportive community there. And we will welcome you with open arms. So until next time, guys, be well and stay blessed.